Welcome to the Lion's Nest Podcast. I'm Peggy, and I'm just a mom making it through motherhood one step at a time. Some days our kids are amazingly beautiful, and some days they kind of suck. But I want you to know, you're not alone. I'm going through it too. So please join me. Because to be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hello. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Joining me in whatever capacity. Whether you're listening in the car or at home or doing the dishes. I'm happy you're here. I appreciate you. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't write anything down. So <laughs> I come here and I'm always like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. And then things escape my mind like immediately. I maybe in my head should practice how to start. That would maybe make my life easier. But, you know, I mean, like, what's the fun in that, right? I'm sure you're here for my spontaneity. <laughs> um, so what I was thinking about <laughs> is where I get a lot of my good inspirational things, right? The Peloton app. <laughs> I think they need to start sponsoring me. You know, maybe if I can get a little bit more audience, they'll be inclined to sponsor me. Um, <laughs> but no, um, I don't have a Peloton bike. I just use their app, <laughs> to be clear. Um, but man, they're, they're instructors. They're just, they know how to hit home for me. You know, I, and I'm so like up and down <laughs> with like how often I'm on there. But I swear it's like my soul knows which one I need in the moment, right? And the phrase I'd heard the other day, I heard it on the bike and I was like, oh, I like literally like in the middle of my workout, I grabbed my phone and I wrote down the phrase so that I would remember it. And when I had wrote it down, I was thinking about it in a completely different way. And then Luis and I had an argument the other day and then I reread that phrase I'm going to tell you soon (laughs) and it hit different and I was like "Ooh, you know like and I and I normally would have I'm like recording on a different day than I normally would and so um for some reason it's I don't know it's like all lining up in a weird way I believe in like everything happens for a reason so (laughs) this the, I'm sure the argument, I mean, the argument sucked, but we're human and we've been together, 12, wow, 12 years in November, so we argue. I know I made that really great episode about him the other day, talk about how much I appreciate him, which I still do, 100%, but we argue. I still get frustrated and sometimes I take it out on him, sometimes he takes it out on me, and then we argue. And it happens. Um, sometimes we communicate better than other times. I will say that we've always been pretty decent at communicating. 
I think in the episode that he was on, we chatted about that. Um, but we have been pretty good about that. But as you get older and as you are with someone all the time, I think little things change here and there. So every once in a while we get into like kind of a bad communication spot and then we have to like reel it back in. I'd be like, okay, come on. And so the phrase I heard the other day was you give extra when no, even when no one is looking. And when I heard it while I was on the bike, it made me instantly just like think that's the definition of a mother. That is 100% the definition of a mother. They are constantly always giving their all, their extra, everything about a mom is doing that, right? That to me was just like, God, that explains so much of being a mother. Like you, you know, your, your work is never done. It's literally 24 seven and you, you're not only just like thinking about your kid 24 seven, you're dealing with them 24 seven. Like you're, you never stop. Never. You, especially when they're young, you know? I mean, I think, not that you don't think about your kids once they grow up, but that constant giving extra is different. You can give a little more time to yourself once they're either, you know, out of the house or just self-sufficient in a different way. But especially when kids are young, when they're still in school age, like literally even high school and stuff like that, like a mom is giving their extra, especially when no one is looking, you know? And so when I heard that, I was just like, yeah, that's true, you know, and, and I obviously wanted to talk about it, and then I didn't record, and Luis and I got in this argument, um, and it was silly, it always is kind of ridiculous, like, once you, like, think about it later, you're just like, why, you know, like, I, I talked about his, <laughs> in this great episode that I praised him in, <laughs> at least I think I did, um, I talked about his gym habits, right, so he loves the gym, like, and it, and it is his passion, and he's, it's totally a lifestyle for him. And I love that. He's so focused. Luis also is a very much like a, um, tunnel vision almost kind of person. Like when he's set on a goal, like he's doing it right. Um, so like sometimes when we have projects and he's in the garage, like he's like so set on it, like he can't think about anything else. And I have to be like, Hey, come on, let's like balance some stuff. <laughs> um, you know, like spending time or, or whatever, you know, I just like, I sometimes have to get him out of his tunnel vision. So it can be a total plus and sometimes a not so great. Um, and so our, our argument was that he, he, his work has not been as busy lately, which has been great for us. Like I love him coming home at a decent time and spending time with Sawyer, you know, more than just like one hour before bed and all this. And um, the other day he had gotten up gone to the gym and then he called me because he usually calls me like um shortly after he gets to work like once he gets on route so that he just tells me how his day is gonna be or whatever you know and um he was just like oh I'm gonna be off so early he's like I wish I would have known so that I could go to jujitsu which is the gym you know (laughs) and I just was like are you serious (laughs) 
and I was like why don't you want to spend time with us you know and then so of course we like argue and he was just like what are you you know whatever like we just kind of got in this battle of like what and it was about something that he wasn't even gonna do he was just like saying like I wish I would have known and then so we get off the phone and all I could think about to myself was just like obviously <laughs> I want him home earlier so that I can see him and so you can see them but also like selfishly I think I was thinking oh it gives me a break when he comes home early right like I work three days a week so I still go to work but to me the way I see it is that like I still wake up in the morning and take care of Sawyer and then either drop her off at preschool or get her ready while I'm getting myself ready and then my dad shows up and is with her unless it's a Saturday, then Luis is with her. But on the two days that I work longer, which is Thursdays and Fridays, I do all this stuff. And then usually by the time I get home, Luis isn't home yet. So then I still cook dinner and I still take care of Sawyer and like, you know, do all of these things. And then not that like Luis doesn't come home and do anything like, but it just to me feels like even on the days I work, I still have all these things to do. And so in my head, on my side of the argument, I just kept being like, I do all of these things. I am putting in extra work when no one is looking, when he's at work and he's not seeing it. I am putting in all this extra work. And my one thing I want is that he come, if he has a chance to come home on time, right? So normal people work a nine to five or something like that. Luis works from nine to nine half the time or nine to eight or whatever it is. You know, he's working 10 to 12 hours. Usually like anywhere from nine to 10 hours is pretty normal on really busy times. It's 12 hour days, almost 13 sometimes. So it's like, if he can get home on a normal time, I see it as family time, but also it's like, oh good, I can have a little, a tiny bit, right? Where it's like Sawyer's not at my constant side. Not that I don't want her there, but it's not just like, oh, let me do things with you or whatever. It's like, I do let her watch more movies because I'm like, I just need to be able to do the dishes and cook dinner and fold the laundry or whatever. Or like, I leave the back door open so she can go in and out or like, you know, I... I feel like there's just like always this constant, but like when Luis is there, there's a distraction. Like she can like play with him and then I can like just get things done with ease, right? Like I don't have to like have that other worry of like taking care of her or doing whatever. And so in my head, like that's what I was thinking, right? Like I was just like, ugh, like you don't even appreciate me. Like, (laughs) you know, of course, like I kind of probably go extreme or whatever. And then, um, I like lay, I like kind of cool down and I call him back later and I think I said something like, let me just, I was like, let me just say one more thing about our argument, but I don't want it to like get crazy. Like I was trying to like come at it like a, like a talking point, like not something to like make him more mad or me more mad. I just wanted to get my final thoughts out, you know? And so I think I said something like, you know, like, I just want balance in your life, you know, I want, and I always say that a lot, and I'm sure he hates that, but, um, because, like, to me, is the balance of he goes to the gym, gym or jiu-jitsu or whatever before work, and then he comes home, you know, spends time with us, and I was like, but when you do it before and after work, then it, like, to me, takes away from us, and so then he was like, well, wouldn't have mattered if I, like, 
got home from work at seven or if I like went to jujitsu and came home at seven. And I was like, yes, technically that's true. Like that wouldn't, the time that you come home wouldn't be different. But to me, that's different because work coming to home from work at seven is like, oh, well, that's the time you have to come home. But going to jiu-jitsu is a want. So like when you want to come home, you know, and so it kind of like turned into something bigger than I intended it to. And then we like, we're just kind of over it and we're like, okay, whatever. Both cooled down, comes home later and we had kind of like gotten over it. And then I just said one more time, I was like, I want you to know I'm sorry, you know, because I, I do believe in always saying you're sorry. There are times when I don't always mean it in the moment, but I know if I don't say it, then like I would regret it later. And there's no sense in like, I mean, sometimes he says, I'm sorry first. Like it's definitely like a give and take scenario, but sometimes I don't like just waiting for the sorry or like to clear the air. Like I, if it's like not going to go any further then I just want to be like, I'm sorry, you know, for, for whatever, like, cause you know, on each side of an argument, someone's upset for something that you said and whether you feel like it's right or wrong, like someone's feelings are still hurt on each side, right? So I was just like, I want you to know I'm sorry. And then he said to me, he, his work takes so much from him, right? It does. It takes away from his family time and his personal time. And for him, like he, he would like to be able to you know, like, come home and see us every single day at a decent time. But if he did have a job that was like that, where he worked a normal eight hours or whatever, you know, um, that then going to jiu-jitsu after work wouldn't be such a big deal and it would be nice. And you just said he gives so much to his job that then he doesn't have enough to give to himself. And when he said that, I was, and I was just, I, I kind of just, like, took it in right like I listened and I took it in we also have this saying we say to each other which is I hear you and I see you and so in that moment I was just like I heard him and I saw what he meant and and I didn't really say much I just let it happen because I didn't and I was just like well I'm so sorry for that but then it made me realize and like flip the thing that I heard on the Peloton, right? Like you give extra when no one is looking and that's what he's doing. Like for him in his eyes, he works, you know, nine to 12 hours on give or take a day. Right. And so he's giving all this extra and the only time he has is the weekends. And on the weekends it's, we have plans or there's things to do, you know, like he's not getting his time either. And, and you don't think about that for dads as much <laughs> right like and I don't mean to like say that as like a stereotype or whatever um I do just think there is a lot of like I mean to me because he is homeless and he's working more it seems like he has less to do in my like you know like that's how I see it when I'm angry or upset or whatever it's like oh you're so lucky you work 
10 hours a day. You don't have to have any responsibility at home, but in like reality, he's working 10 hours a day. He's giving extra, even though I don't see it. And even though it comes in the form of a paycheck or whatever, you know, he's giving extra when no one is looking. And so it's like, I also need to realize that and real like, and know that he, he does need time for himself as well. I mean, we all do, like we all do, especially in, in being a parent and being an adult, right? <laughs> like, I mean, like that's what it comes down to when you get all of these other responsibilities, like you got to learn to have like create time for yourself and like what you truly want. And if you're every day going to a job, which he likes, but it's your job, you know, like, and only have like week, like I do think like two days for a weekend is not enough. Like <laughs> it goes by so fast and you can never fully like recuperate and get done what you need to get done. And he loves his time. He spends a story. It's not like he wants to spend time away from her, but I now see what he meant and like why he wanted to go there. So like in a way <laughs> we both were being, seeing these like that scenario as like a thing for ourselves right for me it was him coming home and relieving me of some extra mom duties when like he was seeing it's like oh he has a something for himself he could do so looking at it from that perspective makes me see like our argument differently and the things we're doing Will I remember this in a week? I'm not really sure. But in this moment, <laughs> I'm trying to appreciate it and remember it. But I do think, like, as parents and... I think it would say, I mean, I'm I'm sure, like, adults who don't have children, I'm sure, you know, in, in your spouse's eyes, you're both are doing extra that you can't see. But especially being a parent. You are giving extra. You are giving all of these things. And a lot of times it's a thankless job. Kids don't always say thank you. They don't always appreciate it until later, hopefully, right? You hope that they see that later. You hope that they turn around and be like, wow, like I have all that I have because of my parents and, and how hard they worked and, you know, all of these things. And so... I hope that the extra I'm giving and all these things like Soya will turn around one day and be like, oh, thank you. You know, I know I do. I for sure do. Like I try every chance I get to tell my parents, like, I appreciate you. All the work you did for me as a child, like thinking about like my neighbor the other day, Sarah, I was going to work. I try to be at work by 830. Sometimes I'm there at eight. And I went to leave at like 7.45 the other day and their cars were gone. And I was like, oh, they have an early morning. And then when I came home later that afternoon, they were just getting home. And I was like, oh, you had an early start. And they're like, oh, yeah, like we do these football things on the weekend. And I was just like, oh, man, like that's totally going to be our life like in the future because my parents did that for me. I mean, my mom will tell you how many volleyball tournaments she sat at, how many ROTC tournaments. And, like, let me tell you, when I played rec volleyball, long, long days, so long. 
but nothing compares to an ROTC tournament because at least with volleyball, there's tons of games that go on, you know, little downtime. Hopefully you do well and you stay longer. ROTC. (laughs) I mean, I luckily was in multiple events for my ROTC competitions, which I don't know how many schools do these. My area did them. We competed a lot. I don't know if these things still go on, but um, I was on an all-female and our drill team. I was on a um, a physical fitness one. Um, for a while, I did a rifle team where we shot pellet guns inside of school, which was really fun. Um, oh, my God. What's this? Color guard, which is like where you do stuff with flags. Um, so I did quite a few events. So that was okay, but the... <laughs> One, you have to drive drive pretty far, and you usually take more kids with you. And then two, like, those events are very, very spaced out. Like, oh my gosh. And um, my mom sat there. <laughs> she <laughs> she went to a lot of them. I think my first year she didn't really go to them. Um, but pretty much when I was a sophomore through a senior, she drove to a lot of them. And she sat there a lot. (laughs) So, um, mom, if you're listening, I appreciate you more than, you know, uh, my dad too. I mean, he did a lot, but my mom, my mom did a lot of the tournaments. My dad, I think did volleyball more than he ever, I don't think he did the ROTC ones. Um, but it was fun. I don't regret it. I don't know if my mom does, but I know I look forward to the days that I do that with Sawyer. But now there's more things to do, like smartphones, right? Like they didn't have smartphones when I was in high school. So my mom like did crossword puzzles and read magazines. Everyone saw she'd go shopping, but still doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) All that extra work she put in, I didn't notice. And I'm sure I did not say thank you enough. So something to think about. Just know that like. If you are feeling that, that like you're doing all this extra when no one's looking, know that they're not looking right now, but maybe they'll look later, you know, hopefully. That's what you hope, right? Or just know that what they have is because you did that when no one was looking or when they didn't realize it. Because you are doing a lot. And I applaud you for it. You should applaud yourself. One instructor I take on Peloton always says, give you and your fellow bosses a round of applause. And I always clap. Always. Because you should applaud yourself. You know, you're doing a lot of work. And you're appreciated whether... It is said or not. So think about it. Talk to me about it. Tell me your thoughts on it. Do you find that after you're done arguing with your spouse, you're like, why did we just argue about that? Because that does happen to me a lot. Sometimes I'm just like, for real, what are we doing here? <laughs> so silly. But in the moment, you just can't quit. At least me. Like, Luis would be, like, shut down and be quiet if he could. But I just am like, ugh, why'd you say that? Let's just nag about it. Like, I just can't. I just can't quit. <laughs> so I 
hope you enjoyed this. I would still love to hear your thoughts. Email me at the lion's nest podcast at gmail.com and you can find me on Instagram at the lion's nest dot podcast. DM me, comment, follow along. I'd love to see you there. So I hope you have a fantastic day or night or activities, whatever you're doing. I hope you have a blast. Bye.